Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Listen to God's word from Genesis chapter 5, beginning at the 22nd, or let's go back even to the 21st verse. When Enoch had lived 65 years, he became the father of Methuselah. And after he became the father of Methuselah, Enoch walked with God 300 years and had other sons and daughters. Altogether, Enoch lived 365 years. Enoch walked with God. Then he was no more because God took him away. This is our text for this morning. Fellow Christians, I'm not sure, but I think it was Mark Twain who said that uh, the game of golf is a good walk, spoiled. And uh, many times I found out that uh, whoever said that knew what they were talking about at least when it comes to the way I play golf. A beneficial walk is continuous. Well, when I play golf, it's not a continuous walk. I hit the ball, walk a short ways off in that direction, hit the ball, and then maybe walk a short ways off in that direction, and it goes on and on for hopefully just nine holes. Uh, sometimes it goes on to 18, but... It's been a, a long time since I've uh, played that long and put myself into that much agony. You know, I usually zigzag back and forth on the fairway. You know, I walk a lot, but it's not the kind of walk that uh, I think is beneficial to my health or to my blood pressure or to my ego. Walking properly is good exercise. I know that, even though I, I can ask my wife, I refuse to get that kind of exercise most of the time. I should take regular walks. We all would benefit uh, taking regular walks. And this morning I'm going to pass on the advice to you. However, the advice that I'm giving passing on isn't based on physical needs or physical walks. Those are important. We can all agree with that. But I'm going to focus on the spiritual walking that we're to be uh, regularly taking. The Bible says this man Enoch, he walked with God. What a testimony given about him we don't know that much about him, but he apparently was an example, example of a walk with God. We have no idea what kind of physical shape Enoch was in. The walk referred to isn't commending him on a, a regular routine of physical exercise. It's a spiritual walk with God that Enoch took for 300 plus years. We all should get physical exercise, and I bow my head in shame when I say that. 
because I don't get much physical exercise. But today we are thinking spiritually when concentrating on walking with God. Walking with God involves submission on our part. The Hebrew language helps us to understand more about the word walk as it's used in our text this morning. The tense that's used is one of continuing, of continuity. In English, it could be said that Enoch walked marathons with God. He wasn't just out for a morning, afternoon, or evening stroll. He walked about with God continuously. His life was led with an effort to keep God always by his side. Walking with God has been described as making an effort to have the Lord guide us and guide all our desires, all our thoughts, all our words, and all our actions. When we walk in the Lord's presence, everything that we see, hear, touch, and taste is to remind us of God and God's love for us. To walk with God means that we set God always before us. It means that we make it our constant effort to please him in everything and to offend him in nothing. It means that we surrender our will to his will. We submit ourselves to be workers together with him. To walk with God means that we become or strive to become more and more like God. But doesn't God run ahead of us at times? Doesn't uh, God in his walk get out of our sight at times? Doesn't he on occasion make walking with him an impossible thing to do? You know, all of us have probably at times felt deserted by God. Deserted when the problems of the world get the best of us. They pile up and become barriers to our walk with God. But the truth is that we you know, may walk alone, but if we do, it's not God's fault. It's our fault. We haven't, uh, you know, had God leave us. No, we at times leave God because we're overburdened, we think, or because of focusing on things of the world or getting carried away by our sinful flesh's desires. But it's not God who has left us. Those times occur, it's us that leave God. You know that uh, saying or poem, or sometimes it's a wall hanging, that is called uh, footprints, footprints in the sand. 
You know, in that uh, picture we have of two footprints going, two sets of footprints, and then it becomes one set of footprints, and then it becomes two again, and person is asking God, well, God, how come you left me on that occasion? There's only one footprint back in my life at that time. How come you left me? And God said, that one set of footprints is not yours. It's mine. I, God, carried you during those difficult times in your life. So remember that. If we ever feel we're not walking with God, we're walking alone, realize it's not God who's left us. And recognize that we need to get back on God's side. We need to spend our lifetime at the side of the Lord as we go through this life. And this leads us to realize that walking with God must involve faith. You know, to walk with God requires that sin be forgiven. All humans, including Enoch and you and I, are born in sin. And as a result, can't naturally spend time in the company of a holy God who hates sin. The only way that we can walk with God must involve faith. To walk with God requires that sin be forgiven. All humans, including Enoch and you and I, are born in sin. And the result means that we're in trouble. That uh, we're lost and condemned. Fortunately, God returns us to his side. Sinful nature... Uh, needs to be overcome through our being given a gift of a holy nature. Sin forgiven will allow us to walk with God. Enmity between God and people has to be removed and peace has to be established. And only God himself can bring about those results for us in our lives. The Lord alone has the power to make one holy. The Lord alone can restore us into fellowship with him. And such a restoration is possible only because of God's love, because of God the Father sending his Son to earth, because of God the Son living, dying, and rising to secure our salvation. And because of God the Holy Spirit producing faith in Jesus in our hearts, Enoch could only be a man of God. He could only walk with God because of the gift of faith that he had placed in his heart by God. And we too can only walk with God because of the faith that we have received from our gracious, loving, triune God.
And furthermore, to walk with God means that we put his word into action, that we are obedient to God. Strive to live our lives as the Lord wants us to live our lives. Enoch obviously knew about the promise God made of a Savior, the promise given to uh, Adam and Eve, I will put enmity between the and the woman and so on, that the Savior would come uh, and the devil's power would be defeated. Enoch knew about God's promise of help and deliverance. He knew and he believed. This then led him to strive to obey the directives of God, to walk with God as closely as possible. He lived his faith. He obeyed God's word and proclaimed by his words and actions that he knew that to walk with God is what was needed for a believer, and it pleased God. How well do we live our faith? You know, walking with God requires more than a regular or irregular or occasional walk into God's house for worship. We are to be doers of the word and not hearers only. Walking with God means that we strive to obey God. Not just sometime, but always. This we do at home in our dealings with family and friends. This we do at work in our dealings with customers or fellow workers. This we do at play in our dealings with, you know, team members or opponents or playmates. This we do as we walk down the street in our contact with strangers. Walking with God is a 24-hour-a-day spiritual exercise. After all, if you aren't walking with God, who are you walking with? Well, the devil might be the one by your side, misleading you, trying to direct you into hell. Our walking with God means that we are trying to be as much like God as we can be. Now, Enoch wasn't perfect. He was a sinner, just like all our sinners. But he strove to be by the Lord's side, always. He tried to be as much like God as possible. And he did this because he thought such an effort would lead him in the right direction, following the Lord. Enoch isn't really commended, however, for his works. He's commended for his faith. This comes through in the letter to the Hebrews, where it talks about Enoch. And it says, By faith, Enoch was taken from this life so that he did not experience death. He could not be found because God had taken him away. For before he was taken, he was commended as one who pleased God. And without faith, it's impossible to please God. We can't become godlike all by ourselves. Only after the Lord has worked in our hearts, only after the Lord 
God the Holy Spirit has produced faith for Jesus in our hearts. Can we do what pleases the Lord? You know, with his spirit empowering us, we can then cease taking our own way and keep on that narrow path to heaven. We display what God has given us by walking with him before the world as his children. We walk after him in obedience to his leadership and commands. We walk in him, revealing our union with him that has been rooted and established in faith. And finally, we walk with him as Enoch and the other saints of old did in fellowship and love. Of course, we've stumbled and will continue to stumble in our walk with God. You know, it's rather embarrassing, I found out, to be walking along and all of a sudden you're on the seat of your pants. You hit a slippery spot and you fall. That's embarrassing. But you try to get up and you hopefully aren't hurt. Dust yourself off and you continue walking. Well... In our walk with God, we slip and fall, but God helps us up. He dusts us off and allows us to continue walking that walk of faith. Jesus went to the cross to pay for our sins, to remove any roadblocks and detours from our walking with God. And finally, what will the result be if we stay walking with God? Enoch received an unusual reward. He is one of only two people that we're told of in Scripture that didn't suffer an earthly death. He was just taken from living to, to heaven. Why did Enoch receive that very blessed reward? Well, we don't know. He obviously uh, was a strong believer. But there have been many strong believers mentioned in Scripture, the prophets, the apostles, many who had probably as strong or maybe even a stronger faith than Enoch. And yet they weren't taken from this earth uh, without dying and taken to heaven. You know, it's clear that all who walk with God won't face the remarkable earthly end that Enoch faced, but all will walk with God through faith and die as believers in Jesus as their Lord, and they'll be rewarded with an eternal walk with God in heaven. You know, there are many passages in Scripture that deal with this theme of walking with God. You know, we could have quoted many of them. I'll mention a few here. He has told you, O man, what is good and what does the Lord require of you but to do justice and to love kindness and to walk humbly with your Lord. Now, that's from Micah. Ephesians says, For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. And in 1 John it says, whoever says he abides in him 
ought to walk in the same way in which he, Jesus, walked. Walking with God. May we always uh, have that as our goal. Uh, may our goal be the same as the hymn writer's goal when he wrote the words of the hymn, Just a Closer Walk with Thee. Uh, the words of that hymn makes a good conclusion to this sermon. I'm not going to wreck the words by trying to sing the hymn. Instead, I'm just going to read the words. I am weak, but thou art strong. Jesus, keep me from all wrong. I'll be satisfied as long as I walk. Let me walk close to thee. Just a closer walk with thee. Grant it, Jesus, is my plea. Daily walking close to thee, let it be, dear Lord, let it be. Through his, this world of toil and snares, if I falter, Lord, who cares? Who with me my burden shares? None but thee, dear Lord, none but thee. Just a closer walk with thee. Granted, Jesus is my plea. Daily walking close to thee, let it be, dear Lord, let it be. And when my feeble life is o'er, time for me will be no more. Guide me gently, safely o'er to thy kingdom shore, to thy shore. And just a closer walk with thee, granted, Jesus, is my plea. Daily walking close to thee, let it be, dear Lord, let it be. Amen. Please rise. And the peace of the Lord be with you always.